Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience Hump Day Edition, featuring Don McLean for our first hour. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Hey, welcome in. D-back. Pumping her fizz. Yeah. Yeah. Party for the next three hours. Yeah, it's going to be nuts, man. your morning show party game. How was Belanger yesterday? What was his energy level? 10 the whole time? Oh, my gosh. 13. It's, Isn't it amazing? He's very energetic. Very. I've never really seen him low energy. Well, like people think I'm crazy. Somebody emailed. But Did I you get the down. email, Donna? Somebody emailed me and they said, "Wow, that Matt Belanger, he's almost to the level of Steve, but more." <laughs> and then they said, <laughs> "No, I didn't see that." They said, "But more controlled." <laughs> really? And I thought, "Well, I well, know. wait a second. I think you're equally uncontrolled." I think he's a higher level of consistent energy that is like if your energy can be anywhere from a one to a ten. Like, listen to where my voice is right now. You yeah, know, just yeah. kind of. I I, I go valleys, I go and fours valleys. and sevens and threes and tens. Belanger hits you like you shot out of a cannon and stays at a hard 9.5 the whole time. He does but he is controlled in that he's a journalist. And he's not as like... I don't know. Yesterday, he was real loosey-goosey. Oh, really? That's it's great. funny. He texted me later. He said, I'm really sorry if my energy was too much. I go, why are you saying that about your energy? Because we it's love people we... that come in and go, yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes because that. he goes because B. Arthur told me to scale it back a little. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, Matt. We all get we all get those notes from time to time. Yeah, no, he's he's great. He's oh, well, he's great he fun, in. very much. Um, um, so, Mister Business Class, what just... happened? You flew away for one day. You did a red eye. I th- I learned some stuff. So I went to L.A. for a day. Sue me, okay? They said, hey, we'll fly you business class. I have never... Who are I've, they? Yes, yeah, Steve, don't leave out details. Okay, so listen, some of this is like um, confidential, so I, there are some things that I can't yeah. okay, say. Fair enough. But, but for, to make the story a little more... Um, a little more better you're in a pyramid scheme i'm in a at the top no i went out for i got called by someone who i spoke to years ago and she said hey there's a thing out here do you want to come do a screen test for this thing now this thing would just be a thing that you know shoots in a really short period of time and you know I've told everybody, like, we're not moving out of Minnesota. We're going to stay minimal here. Minimal time away. Minimal time away. Just a like little a travel. days. Yeah, okay. So anyway, so I um, uh, I was like, okay, yeah, I think we can make that work. So I, I go do that, and they're like, we fly in, we'll fly right out. I was like, this is this is great. 
So I go, and uh, they get me business class. I didn't know business class, Tale of Two Cities. On the way out, I thought it went first class, then business class, yeah. then coach in I most planes. even know what business class I was. Thought, yeah, I thought so too. So this, on the plane on the way out, Tale of Two Cities, it was the best of times. It was first class. It was full first class, big fat chairs. I And I never have purchased a first class ticket in my life. And... It was just marvelous. The 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 width of the the, the size butt that you can have yeah. in first class without having to worry about the armrest is just fantastic. <laughs> and it was the leg room was great. The TVs were wider on the headset, and I was like, or on the the headrest. I thought this is really great. So I thought, don't fall asleep now, man. You know, it was a, I was six p.m. when we were leaving on a Tuesday night from Minneapolis. I thought, get that book out. Read 100 pages of the Katie Couric book. Nice. And just, you know, enjoyed. I was like, stay awake. Stay awake. This is a great flight to stay awake on. Some you want to sleep through. What page just... are you on, by the way? 200. Okay, great. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, Thank you. So anyway, we get out there. First class just was wonderful. So then, yesterday, I do this thing where they, they uh, my there, there was a car that picked me up at 7.30 to take me from my hotel to the studio where they were doing the screen test. So it picks me up at 7.30. So I have to set my alarm for 6 and just make sure I have to get things ironed. I have to bring multiple looks for this thing. And I go through, and I'm just sitting around. Hollywood, right? Just hurry up and wait. And so I'm sitting around, and I thought I was going to be going out at 8.50, doing a little hair and makeup right before. It was like 10.30 before I got on set. So I'm just waiting around, but it's cool. I thought the whole thing, I have zero expectations of any of it. I just wanted to go out. And enjoy the education of it all. Look around, and what is it like when people do a screen test out here? What's the studio look like? It was so. It was, it was fun it's to watch that. Is your first time? That was my first time doing any like actual audition. Audition, yes. Wow, fun. So continue. So then they take us. They they, they take me there, and uh, and I go in, and they have various people there, and you know, it's there's like a co-host situation that they're thinking about, and so. You're testing with some other people and all this. So anyway, point is, I test with a couple people. We have lunch. Everything's going great. Everybody, it just feels feels like this is really fun. Everyone's having fun. It's going great. Steve is wrapped for the day. Wonderful. I go back to my hotel, 10 minutes away. I call Lou. I'm looking at that bed. It's like 2.30 in the afternoon. Oh, I'm looking yes. at that bed like you're about to get napped on so hard you don't even know it. I'm about to nap on you. And I've been in full presentation energy all day. Sure, you, know? you just want to chill. Look down at my phone, some random number, Mm-mm. and they have texted and said, hey, we know that we just wrapped you, Oh! but we would love it if you would come back and read with one more person. Now, that's a good thing of in course. that they, they want you to come back and, uh, you know, kind of get another bite at the apple, but I was in, I was about to stretch out. My pants were so close to being off, and then I was like, all right, I got to go back, so then I go do that, and it was great, and then I went back and had fun with everybody. Everything went well. Then um, I have uh, I have like a, a manager out there that I've been talking to for almost two years now. So we're finally connecting to do some stuff. Had never met him in person. He lives in he works in Burbank. Burbank. I work in the Twin Cities. Burbank. So then I said, "Hey, I can come over there." He's five minutes from the studio. So then I go there, Uh-oh. hang out with him for two hours. Then we're talking. Then I come back. Oh. I go and I get dinner. The car is going to pick me up at nine p.m. that oh, they've no, set up. So you never got to sleep. No, they were picking me up at nine p.m. The flight didn't leave until twelve thirty, two thirty a.m. Minneapolis time. So then I'm sitting there. I'm eating. 
and I'm like just waiting around. I probably got about 20 minutes of mm, sleep at the hotel oh, no. after dinner and before the car picked me up. And then I just wait around. So then I get on the flight at 2.30 a.m. Minneapolis time. And the first class was gone. I was first class. I was seat 1C. And it said first class. I was like, let's do it, man. Is this thing going to fully lay down? Am I going to be in a cocoon? <laughs> yeah. Huh? What happened? It just was like a smaller plane. And it felt like a smaller chair. And the leg room wasn't there. And it was just, I couldn't sleep. It was it was just very uncomfortable. And then we landed early. We got in at like 5.50 a.m. Oh. So 2.50 a.m. Minneapolis time to 5.50 a.m. Not bad. No, I mean, in terms Today? of a quick flight, it was great. So Today. It was a three-hour flight. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, yeah, he hasn't slept since yesterday. Oh, but my then, God. So <laughs> I, that's home. why I texted and I was like, listen. He's home. I, no, I am home. <laughs> I was like, listen, I think I'm going to go home because I thought, I don't want to go into the studio at 6.30 no. and then what do I do? Sleep in the green room at Twin Cities Live? I've done that before. It's a low moment. And so Donna said, look, why don't you take a nap, just come in, add some ideas. Donna really ran the ship for us today. Aww. And uh, so oh, no. anyway, it was quite it was quite an adventure. And there's a Minneapolis connection. This is a deep tease. Okay. But coming up at the end of the show, I'm going to make you wait hour three in the podcast. Oh, come hey, on. I'll tell it after the break. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because you're going to be somebody going to be. And I wonder if your roommate. Might uh, know this person? I don't know. Maybe so. Um, there was a comedian that I met out there, and I said, oh, I'm from Minnesota. She said, I'm going to Minnesota tomorrow. I'm going to be doing four days of comedy there right before I shoot my special. Maybe I should have known her. Uh-oh. We'll now it's it. better that you didn't. I guess All so. right. You'll have the big reveal when we come <laughs> right back on My Talk 107.1. All right, we're back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. Dawn McLean hanging with us for hour one. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Steve just Hello. got back from a, a red-eye flight from L.A. Do you Did you use those eye drops? I did. Oh, God, you I have to. I, because my I eyes were red. Yeah. yeah, They were red. That's why they call it that. They give you eye drops in first class on a red eye. They that's not true. Not. That's not true, but they should. Oh. Then you could tell who's on, who's in coach as they come off bloodshot. Looking like looking pirates. Red, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That guy got scurvy on that flight. <laughs> okay, so you met somebody on the flight. Yes. I. <laughs> you know, and it, it's funny because I look back on this and I think, uh, uh, maybe, I sh- maybe I should have known. Um, while I was out there, I, uh, meet this person. I say, oh, so, uh, like, what's your story? And she's like, what's my story? Oh, uh, I'm a comedian. Almost maybe, maybe it was like, like a, what do you know mean? Me? What's my story? I don't know. So turns out, blah, blah, blah. I say, I'm from Minnesota. Oh, I'm going to Minnesota tomorrow. I'm going to be performing at Acme Comedy Club for the next four nights. Yes. Uh, the host of The he- Soup <laughs> on E. She's hosting The Soup. Jade. Yes. Kata. Yeah. Yes, I saw her on the list. I get their emails. Oh, okay. She's adorable. Um, Yeah. And uh, let's see here. Yes, starting tomorrow. I mean, yeah. Or no. Oh, my gosh. Starting tonight. Tonight. Yeah, because she said I'm flying out like tomorrow. Yeah, she's done. She's been on a lot of shows. She's been on Californication. She's been on uh, guest starring roles on Modern Family. Uh, two broke girls, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. So I think when I was like, "So what's your story? What are you in insurance?" Or yeah, but I is- mean, not everyone can know everyone. That's the truth. 
That's the Did truth. Did you tell her you were on a major talk show in the Twin Cities? You know, it's funny. And I, a radio show. Uh, I did. Because she was like, you're from Minnesota? I was like, yeah. And I said, oh, it's funny. You're coming. Uh, you're coming out here. And she was like, oh, you should put me on your TV show. I said, you know, I'm wrapping things up there. I'm done with my TV show you're soon. Like, and I don't have that power. Uh, but then I was thinking, oh, you know, I I thought, you know what? I said, send me a message on Instagram, and then um, and then I'll see if I can bring you on the radio show, and you could do a uh, a little uh, quick interview with us, and we could uh, get some people to buy some tickets to Acme. I thought your roommate might appreciate that, Donna. Team comedy. He's right. A comedian he does not all. know who she is, though. Okay. See, I, I mean, she also. I would get it if she was, you know. She, She's been doing recurring roles and things like that. So she probably, when you look at her, you're probably like, wow, she looks really familiar. Right. right. Which is always the best kind of celebrity to be. Because right. people don't leave you alone. You. Yeah. God, but she'll want. probably end up being a ho- household name. Yeah. Is she no Is she's hosting the soup? Right. Yeah, that's a pretty solid show. Yes, it's a pretty, quick. Pretty, pretty good show to be. All right, well, let's so, get her on the horn. Did you exchange numbers? Uh, no, I think uh, she sent me uh, an Instagram message, so I'll have to. I'll get it set up sometime right. this week. Just calm down. I'm I got sorry. fun facts for you. Oh, you want me to hit the thing with the thing? <laughs> hit the thing. I got All the things. Things that make you go. Did you sit next to each other on the plane? No. He was. Oh. So this was at the airport or at the hotel? Yeah, this was just like out and about in L.A. Not, oh, I see. Not on the plane. Not on the plane. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm so, seeing what's happening here. Yeah, but L.A., crazy place. You're just always passing people and seeing people, and you're like, is that person famous? They probably they are. They look rich, but they're probably in debt. <laughs> That's what I always think. <laughs> How I do. Small of Whenever us I see that. like someone in a really fancy car, I'm like, mm-hmm. That's Elise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, oh. then you look at mine, you're like, why hasn't she gotten that light fix in her bumper yet? <laughs> no, my, it still has my, red tape. That seems illegal. My bumper is hanging off. I'm like, I don't care. I've been driving a pedidle for like three weeks. Debt. Uh oh, you're gonna get pulled over. I know. You know what? I went to Valvoline and I said, "Hey guys, can you do this and this and this?" I got new wipers. I got the oil change. Yeah. He said, "Can you give me the new light?" And they're like, "Yeah, absolutely." And then he comes up to me at the end and said, "We don't carry that light." Oh no! And you now need I'm to like, "Go to TGK, buddy." I got. That's, that's who I should run by yeah. and see. Oh, Donna. I know. Where are you when I'm passing? They're right there in Chanhassen too. See, they're all over Eden Prairie. Twenty right different now. locations. Thank I pass you. multiple on the way into work. That's a good reminder. Uh, back to the old fun factor Roonies here. How about this one? The screenplay for the James Bond movie, You'll Only Live Twice, was written by children's author Roald Dahl. No, really? Did you know? No, yeah. that's a really good one. Wow. The core... <laughs> Thanks, Don. Thank you, Don. The core... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...of the Earth is hotter than the surface of the sun. You know, Whoa. there's something we don't think about enough. We do like so. marveling at planets. It, on Monday, we talked, there's five planets that you can't even land on because they're just gas, but they look like a circle and it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So you're telling me that we look like a circle, even though we're not a circle, we're actually just floating land in space. And if you drill down deep enough into the center of that, there is magma that is hotter than the sun itself, which by the way, is fire. Yeah. Mm. What are we supposed to do with that? Well, makes you feel small. Sweden has more than 221,800 islands. What? The most of Wait, any Sweden? country Did in the world. Sweden? Sweden. Over 220,000 islands. Huh. Wow. 20,000? 220,000? Just... Yes. Uh, you, you could go there and disappear. I know. Let's don't go do to Sweden. It. No, no, no. Don't. <laughs> don't. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like someone's trying to hide a dead Let's body. Let's do it. Let's texture ourselves. Oh, that's great. Finland has the second most islands, followed by Norway, and then Canada. Okay. Well, someone dug deep into the island thing. And then, <laughs> after Canada, is Indonesia. Now, this about payphones. There are about 100,000 payphones left in the United States. One fifth of them are in New York. Really? Oh, Look yeah. at it. In 1999, by the way, there were 2 million payphones. Now there are 100,000. Oh. Wonder yeah. if in New York, there have got to be some that are art displays, right? Yeah. Or some people just keep the booth, let's paint it, or maybe we keep oh, the yeah, phone I'm there. Oh, yeah, sure. I just think about how dirty they are. And now I do too. Ugh. The pandemic no, no. has ruined us. I just us. want to sanitize the whole thing. I wouldn't want to use I it. I used to sit on payphones, like in a booth, talking to somebody forever because they would call back. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, you just had it's a ton a of change back then, I guess. Yes, so. They would call back. That's the loophole. You didn't have to pay. Yeah. That's right. Come back. I'm at this payphone. Hey, uh, when we come back. LeVar Burton has a new gig. I'll tell you what he'll be doing. Also, what Carol Baskin thinks actually happened to her missing husband. Those stories when we return on My Talk. It was just like a soul. Hello. We're back. It's us, Donna and Steve. On My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Hello. Along with producer Don McLean. Hello, Don. Hey, Hello. 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 Is it just, we're just going to be playing all of Adele's old stuff, aren't we? Coming back from commercial break. I think so. Is it Friday? No, um, it is Wednesday. So. No, no, no. No, that her new oh. album. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were so messed up from no. the flight. No. <laughs> I was so... Sad to uh, tell you. No, yeah. Donna um, said go and, and take a nap, and so I probably like fell asleep probably at about seven twenty this morning. Mm. And when I woke up at seven fifty four, no, it was such a terrorized like, 
what is it two? Is it two in the afternoon? Right. What time is it? And then I was like, oh wait, hey man. And of course, I set multiple alarms, so I'm Didn't fine. You wake I'm, up I'm at eight fifty-five. I'm rejuvenated now. No, I had the alarm set for eight thirty. I'm rejuvenated. Listen to me. You guys are loving it. Oh. Matt Belanger just, Matt yeah. just came in here. Matty B from TV. Oh, he, uh-oh, we're not going to be able to get rid of him. He's just like Lurking. talking really slow. <laughs> and then he looked at you on the camera because we all have cameras so we can see one another. Yeah. And some of it ends up on YouTube. He goes, what's what's he, he doing over there playing Candy Crush? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to take a Xanax the next time I come on. I'm like, no, I guess he don't. was listening. He was. Yeah. He was indeed. He's a big fan. He's a big fan. Hey, it's anyway. great to have a fill-in like him, huh? At the ready? Yeah. Yeah, because I could call him at 8.30, you know, and say, hey, can you come up right after the news? Mm-hmm. And he could just ping-pong off of whatever he threw his way. He's a pro. And he loves it. Yeah. Okay, so despite all the drama with Jeopardy, it looks like LeVar Burton is going to be a game show host after all. Woo! Um, it's another trivia show. It was announced yesterday that he will be the new host of a new Trivial Pursuit show. This is interesting. He'll also be an executive producer. Get that money, buddy. Yes. It's one of the best known brands in the gaming universe, as you all know. And he says he's thrilled to have partnered with Hasbro and E1 to bring this game to the market as a premium show for TV. That's really cool. Once I read that, I started thinking, what's the set going to look like? Is it going to be, you know, because I think of the pies. Yeah, I love the pies. And will it be like, all right, now go put your pie piece into your pie. Hey, what's your go-to category? Uh, It would be like, uh, is it called entertainment? Yep, it's pink. It's the pink one. There's entertainment. What is there? Arts and literature? Yes. Then there, I like the science one, which is the green. I don't okay. know what, why do I know this? Why do I know what color yeah, I've been playing going. in like Let's 20 see. years? Okay. Um, uh, da, 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 arts and Category. literature. Is that yellow? Okay. Let me see here. Uh, blue, no, blue that's is, not. Blue is geography. Yes. Wow, Donna. Okay, very see, good. I don't know why I know what about history. Wait, wait, history what is, is yellow. Orange? History is yellow. Oh, what, 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 uh, what color is entertainment? Pink. You are correct. Mm-hmm. Um, how about the fun. color for arts and literature? I think that's good. Nope, that's not. That's <gasps> blue. Nope, that's geography. Arts and green? I'm no, gonna, I keep saying, why do I get that It's more science? like a brown. Oh, yeah, nobody likes that one. Um, <laughs> S, wait, what? SN? Science? Uh, sports? Oh, sports is, um... Ugh. Oh, that one I'm really bad well. at. Purple? That's green. Oh, oh I thought science what was green. What does SN stand for? Science and nature. Science, oh. Science and nature is... And then SL. Science, uh, sports, and leisure. Yeah. Hey, man, what color is science? I if Maybe if SN is science, it's green. But it says, what player squats 300 times during a doubleheader? That's the catcher, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... I feel like that should be a sports question. SL says, what was broken at Oxford, England on May 6, 1954? I haven't played this game in probably, I don't know, 15 years. I think we got a new game on our show. Come on. Trivial Pursuit on the radio. What are we doing? We tried it with Catchphrase for a while. That had potential. Oh, I love that game. Anyway, getting back to LeVar, uh, Trivial Pursuit has been a show before. 
back in 93 and 2008. So it'll oh. be interesting to see how this one is updated. It has not yet been picked up by a network, but we'll oh, keep you posted. Look. I know I really want him to be able to like. But I bet you this is, this is phase one of that. They, they, guys, I was just in Los Angeles. I think I can speak oh to this. Oh, my God. He's so already big time in this, Dawn. I knew it was coming. <laughs> no, no, no. He's so, going to be a celebrity. So they, they match him to the show. They get him. He signs, sealed, delivered, all that. And now they put out the press release today, hoping that then they're like chum Interest. in the water. Now the networks are going to be like, well, wait a minute. We want that. Yes, I hope so. I think it'd be great. I wonder if it would be a daily show. I wonder if it would be more of a uh, weekly show. I mean, it feels like it could be a daily show, right? Yeah, you need daily to get rid syndicated. of some of those daily. Talk I shows. agree. Let's let's put um, hey. Pyramid back. I one. love Pyramid. <laughs> Pyramid's such a great show. Get rid of Drew Barrymore and put you this know, in. Whoa! Oh, wow. <laughs> you know who <laughs> used to host Pyramid? Mike Richards. <gasps> oh. Really? I don't he hosted that. a resurgence of that when it came back to the Game Show Network. It's so good. And then, it's, of course, he went on to Jeopardy and executive producer and then host for a day. And, and, and canceled. Now he's and out of guys. work. Well, he'll be all right. Things. All right. Uh, you guys know Carol Baskin, do you? She has yeah. her own game show now. <laughs> it's called Am I Good or Bad? It's called What Happened to My Husband? <laughs> okay, so she is from Tiger King. She's, you know, hey, all you cats and kittens. Uh, she didn't ask me anything chat on Reddit. Oh, no. And somebody asked her the Carol. question everybody wants to know. What happened, what to, your happened to your husband, Don Lewis? She answered it. And here is her theory. Okay. She believes he crashed a plane in the Gulf of Mexico. She okay. said he was not licensed to fly, yet he did it all the time. Oh, Lord. He, listen to this part, which is so bizarre. She said he couldn't file a flight plan and he had to take off from closed airports to evade uh, detection, you know? Mm, Dude. Sure. And he had to fly under 200 feet to stay oh. off the radar. No, no, oh no, no, please. 200 that's, feet? That's you know like how much dangerous. the wind changes between 500 and 200 feet? As a skydiver, I can tell you, oh. you got to watch that flag to see which way it's well, blowing. she says something about that. He would typically fly out over the Gulf because the air is smoother there, whereas over land, there mm-hmm. are up and down drafts that will you know, right. crash you at the height. Mm. So... Phone records indicated that he was planning to go to Texas and his van was found at a small private airstrip. And she said, we never found Don. We never found the wreckage. I think this is the most likely scenario. She says she talks about it in her online diary all the time at SaveTheCats.org. Do you believe her? I believe maybe she believes that. I don't don't know if she (laughs) killed her husband. I mean, the way they presented... Yeah, that show. I didn't see it. It's like she put him in the chipper. Is that, oh, your, no. is that your friend in the chipper? Oh, uh, what's that for? Wait, uh, the Goodfellas. I think it's Fargo. Fargo. Yeah, Fargo. she's got her Fargo shirt on today. Oh, sorry, I never finished Fargo. <laughs> you never finished the movie Fargo. I'm no. calling Melissa. That's it. No, don't call Melissa Peterman. I'm calling. She's no, no, no. Probably you've listening. done the. You've done the movie. She was hooker number two. Yeah, she's it. really funny. Did you ever see her scene? Go Bears, right? He's just Go funny Bears. looking. Funny looking how? And she, they <laughs> say Chaska, funny. too. Go Bears. Go Bears. Uh, no, no, no. She's upset with me that I've never Will you please? It. That's oh, your you assignment. You really haven't seen the movie. It's a great movie. No, I saw it like, the beginning, and I was like, I'm going to do something different now. Do you know my brother rates movies 
because of how great Fargo was, he gives them Fargos instead of like ticket really? stubs. Wow, that's yep. so cute. He's like, I give that five Fargos. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's funny. Steve, watch it this weekend. I know. Watch it. It's You'll see the brilliance that is uh, Francis McDormand. So good. I got to watch Red Notice with my boy, The Rock. Okay. I got to watch uh, now another episode of Yellowstone. Because apparently that's good, and now I'm starting to feel like I'm dumb for not thinking the first episode was great. Here's the problem now. I finished the first season. Yeah. I, you have to buy it now. Huh. You have to buy the seasons. Oh, it's They're not offering God. it for free. Put her down for an ain't nobody got time for that. So I'm, I'm one she's, and done. She's out. She's treating it, uh, Yellowstone the miniseries. A limited series. <laughs> Until it's, it's free. The ending was really good of, of the first well, season. Listen, and my neighbor, old neighbor Dave, p- put on Facebook. Why this you call is him I, old? That's rude. He's north of fifty. No, he's my old. He is, but I he is it. no. He was my old neighbor. I don't live near him anymore. Got it. Um, but he said at season four, episode one, had him going on this rant. This might just be the best show that I've ever seen on television. Has, has there been four seasons? Season four just came out oh. a couple of Sundays ago. Right. Okay. Got so, it. yeah, they're, they're at the beginning of that. Yeah. Why are they making us pay for the first? I was thinking about wa- starting to watch it's it. It's really good. Really done. Okay. It's got like a mob vibe to it. Western wow. mob. Yeah. Like a Western Sopranos, you were saying? Yeah. Maybe I'll watch the, uh, the Garth Brooks one like we talked about first. The Garth Brooks. Oh, no. Tim uh, McGraw. No, I, Tim McGraw. <laughs> oh, yeah. The prequel. Oh, 1883. Tim yeah. McGraw and right. his wife, Faith Hill. When's that coming out? I think it's I, out. No. No. Yeah, I, 1883? I saw it on my thing the other day. What right. net? What streaming? I don't know. There's too many. This is my point. And I got to finish the Katie Kirk book, which I'm loving. Uh, really enjoying the Katie Kirk book. I just to got to the point Mass. where she met Matt Lauer, where they started working together. Okay. That's uh, where I'm at. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. It's very fun. Yeah, because um, he was hosting another show in New York, right? Yeah. yeah. And they were all behind the scenes talking like, Hey, we like this guy. When they would do the news cut-ins that they had to do, mm. and everybody just kept watching Matt saying, he's good, he's good. So, yeah, it's really fun. If you like behind-the-scenes stuff, and it's not nearly, at least 200 pages in, not nearly as catty as the the excerpts made it seem when... I agree. You know what I mean? And then in her, um, did you read the part about her nanny? Yeah. What a nut job. Holy cow. Um, And I'm trying to think, I don't know if I'm after that or not, but uh, have you read the part about her husband's passing? No. Okay, so maybe I'm a little further along than the Matt Lauer part. Um, Yeah, that's that's a really heartfelt journey that she takes you on with uh, losing her husband, Jay, Mm, at such a young age to colon cancer. Um, When we come back, we will do, uh, if you see something, say something. I saw something. How about everybody loves The Office? Everybody loves it. John Krasinski is talking about something he was asked to do as his famous character, Jim, with the Jim and Pam relationship Uh that had him saying, I will not shoot it. You can write it and I won't shoot it. (gasps) We'll tell you what it is when we come back. It's the Donna and Steve experience on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve. Appreciate you guys listening. Hey, girl. Hey, uh, heads up. Uh, we are going to be giving away a pair of tickets today to oh attend Dancing with the Stars Live. It's their 2022 tour. 
coming to Mystic Showroom on February 4th at 8 p.m. So keep on listening. We'll tell you when to call in and win. Let's do it in the 10 o'clock hour. I was going to say, do we want to give a uh, little little window there? All right, 10. Uh, sometime in the 10 o'clock hour. All right. All right. Keep on listening. Yeah. I watched a little it. Dancing with the Stars. Um, where did I watch it? Oh, I think I watched it over Live someone's... Live on the set in L.A. <laughs> well, you may have heard I was in the City of Angels. I think I watched it over the shoulder of someone um, on the plane, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> I think that's where it was. <laughs> that's weird. Because I remember there was no volume, um, and I had wedged my uh, face right in between the two chairs in front of me, and I was watching it. No sound, but I was watching JoJo Siwa dance. Oh, and I watched Len Goodman walk in, and he burst into the rehearsal, and they were like, oh, Len Goodman. And I just thought, Wow. Len Goodman is still doing it. How yeah. old is Len Goodman? Mm-hmm. I that... bet you Len Goodman's 76 years old. All right. Oh, you no, I think he's that? 82. Oh, oh my really? gosh. I bet he's younger mm-hmm. than you guys think. No, Len I don't Goodman think. Man, age. No, is don't you 77. get it. Uh. You're right. You were closest, Steve, without going over. You said 76, right? I did. He looks good. He's a handsome guy. Easy, Donna. He's handsome. Okay. I ain't saying she's a gold digger. Oh, my I don't know. It just feels like you could cozy up next to Len. He's handsome. He'd be a great dance partner. What's his net worth? Can you Google that? Oh, sure, Steve. Len Goodman, um, who I think was on a dancing show over in uh, Britain. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there was a time during Dancing with the Stars heyday, those first five or ten years, he was doing both shows. Uh, Let's see. His net worth is $18 million. Oh my! No, well, it's higher doing than that. Dancing with the Stars, all those. As of, oh, I think it it's higher. higher. As I, of, um, I bet um, you he's getting paid like as of five million a year. September seventeenth of twenty twenty one, Len's fortune is estimated to be a whopping eighteen million dollars. That is according to Celebrity Net Worth. At what point does your portfolio start getting referred to as a fortune? Is there a threshold? Is it like once you've amassed two million dollars in net worth, it's now a fortune? Oh. Maybe. I don't know. I don't have to know. Ain't nobody been knowing. Anyway, all right. we um, saw something. All right, here we go. Ready? Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for if you see something, say something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay, you saw something and I saw something. We'll set up. No. Oh, who's so you want to start? Do you want me to? I want to start. You start because you, you, I, I want the people to the feel yeah. satisfied here. <laughs> sure. Um, fans of The Office, of which there are many of you, did you know that Jim almost had an affair while married to Pam? Ew. On oh, the show. Ma- I didn't know married. I saw the story. Mary? The headline, I thought it was while they were dating. Yeah, and hence uh, John Krasinski's really strong reaction. So, according to a new book, called Welcome to Dunder Mifflin, the ultimate oral history of The Office. Good gift idea for friends of yours that you know love The Office. The series creator wanted to really test their marriage. This would have happened during a season eight episode. It's called After Hours, where Jim goes on a Florida business trip and Kathy, the receptionist, tries to seduce him. Pam was out on maternity leave at the time. Oh, that's icky. Now, uh, not sure what's going on here, but Paul Lieberstein, um, really, really wanted this to happen. He was the co-show runner, so he was calling a lot of the shots there. He also, you know him as the actor who played Toby Flenderson, whose character oh. 
was always trying to get with Pam on the show. So he was always super jealous of John, had this longstanding uh, crush on Pam. Hmm. Here's the reason it didn't happen, though. John Krasinski stepped in. And in that book, he says, quote, that's the only time I remember putting my foot down. I remember saying things I never thought I'd say before, like, I'm not going to shoot it. My feeling is, and I think this is good, This is there's wisdom in what he says here. My feeling is there's a threshold of which you can push our audience. But there's a moment mm. where if you push them too far, they'll never come back. And I think that if you show Jim cheating, yep. they'll never come back. I agree. I totally agree. I, I think he's like, completely out of his character, and it ruins his storyline. It would have been too high a hill to climb for sitcom viewers, too, with what they had built, how they built it. I kind of felt like we got yanked around a lot with with Ross and Rachel. I never found i felt like by the end of the show we knew that they were going to get back together and there was the dramatic scene on the friends finale when there's the voicemail that happens and then he turns around and then she's there at the door but i felt like oh you knew that you were going to end it that way and so you yanked us in a bunch of different directions you know when i stopped watching friends when she started dating joey when when they were all (laughs) dating they were just sharing one another you know they joey's Phoebe's boyfriend, now she's Rachel's boyfriend. It was just too much. So no one told you life was going to be this way. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's beautiful, Steve. Anyway, uh, great gift idea, though. Really, think of that. If you know someone who loves The Office... Are you trying to get... Okay, great. I feel like it's a good gift idea. All right, great. We're not doing gifts. Um, I have a story, and it really irritates me because I can already tell what direction you're going to go in. I can already tell. Okay, Jeff Bezos. Ever heard of him? Yeah, I heard of him. All right. He attended a fundraiser in L.A. on last Saturday night for the nonprofit called Baby to Baby. And what they do is, um, I think they they help out with diapers and and things like that for people in need, kids living in poverty, okay? Okay. So he goes to this fundraiser. And apparently he didn't donate enough because there was an obvious groan from the audience. Oh, my. Oh, come on now. Someone there who was there said, you know, everyone was waiting for Jeff to donate something. But he didn't. Then somebody else donated a million dollars. A little bit later, Jeff stepped up and donated a half a million dollars. And this person said, if someone else can donate a million dollars, Jeff Bezos can donate more than a million dollars. No, Donna, I'm with with you. Okay. I share your opinion in this. I get it. He's a billionaire. But that is just so gross to me that someone would be like. You only donated half a million. Like, do you understand how much money that is and how life changing that can be? And I think it's a little unfair when people throw back, but he's got a lot of money. Yeah. You know, and, and when you have no, and I get it, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, all these guys have money that we can't even comprehend, but we also aren't privy to all of the money that they donate oh, or what sort of kindness right. that they have. Like maybe he's trying to spread the love among a lot of organizations. Yeah. You know, it's just it's like just, you can't go anywhere if you aren't going to donate a million dollars. Yeah, you're going to be judged right. a groan? constantly. A groan? Like a literal, oh. like, oh, 
about 500,000. Thanks, Jeffrey. Like, who are you to say how much this guy should be donating? Plus, he's donated through his ex-wife more money than (laughs) most people have in this country, uh, all of us together. Aqua. I'm going to take off. Donna. Oh, no. Don't leave Steve by Donna, himself. Donna, no. Donna, I you may fall asleep. I have to keep you alive. I have to keep you, not alive, but awake. <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep you awake. All right, Dawn. Thank okay. you. Bye, Dawn. We Bye. love you. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Bye. DJ Rock Lobster is going to have a uh, dirt alert for us. And then I got to tell you how Dionne Warwick got involved in the Taylor Swift, Jake Gyllenhaal drama. Coming right up.